Hello and welcome to the Surgical Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Haider Al-Hakim, the Third Eye Doctor. Pull up a chair and get ready for some candid and uncompromising discussion with experts, innovators, agitators, and influential people from every corner of health and well-being. From inside the hospital to at home in the kitchen, we're leaving no stone unturned in our quest to uncover the secrets of healthier, happier, more successful, and less stressful lives. Thank you so much for joining us, and without further ado, let's meet this episode's guest. Hello, Hannah. How are you today? Hi. Hi, Dr. Haida. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm well, but I am scared of you, actually, because you're, you're a boss lady. And if, oh, yeah, I am. And if you don't like someone, you just kick their butt. Yeah, I am kicking people's butts. Yeah. Oh my god, when did that start? When, when did you start kicking guys and girls butts and, and, and asses and heads? And <laughs> Well, um, it's more than 10 years ago. Um, more than, well, almost 11 years ago. Because actually I've been to like two extremes. I used to be kicked a lot. Um, like when in school I got bullied, uh, when I was in the high school. I was pretend to, pretending to be confident, but mm. I was actually very insecure mm. because I just felt I'm sort of not as good as everyone else. Yeah. But when I started to uh, practice Taekwondo, I started to really kick butt. It's really helped me with uh, self-confidence. So where, when, when was the trigger? When, when was the time you thought, no, I've, I've had enough of this. I'm going to start kicking butt now. I actually um, always wanted to do martial arts. Mm. When I was a kid, I was really admired the, like the, in the TV series, like the Chinese TV series about martial arts, mm. especially, uh, especially women doing martial arts. Mm. I really um, admire these kind of things. But I didn't get to do it until uh, I turned 18. Because Chinese parents always have this notion that girls shouldn't do this. It's aggressive. Oh, oh. So once you became an adult, they said, well, you're an adult now, you can do what you want. Yeah, yeah, basically like that. And I must say, you know, it's a real turn on. It's really sexy seeing women kicking butt. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, they can I, kick I, my I... butt anytime, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, but when they say, like, uh, martial arts is aggressive, it's about kicking or killing, it's actually not true. Mm. When I started doing martial arts, I'm actually a lot calmer. Mm. I'm a lot softer from the outside. Mm. It's like I know uh, I know all these tricks. I know I can kick butt, mm. but I don't have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. I don't have to all the time. So it's like I don't have to put on a mask that I'm strong. I'm yeah. just uh, I'm just comfortable under my skin. Wow. Wow. When when did that? When did you come to that realization? So you started at 18. When did you come to that realization that actually I'm I'm already confident? I think it's actually not a long not not long after I started. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I started, it's perhaps it's also the element of doing physical exercise. Because mm. um, before, like Chinese school, they want you to study, study, study. Mm. Like from from seven a.m. to eleven p.m., you're just sitting there studying. Mm. Not much physical exercise, mm. um, but after that, it just we finish all this uh, all this torture. 
yeah. at the age of 18, and I get to choose what I want. So I think also the element of physical exercise yeah. uh, also helps. I think both of both, kicking ass and also the physical exercise. Wow, wow, and and you've done quite a lot with with in taekwondo. Why why did you pick taekwondo per se? Um, well, why I pick taekwondo? Of course, there are loads of martial arts out mm, there. Mm. I think what really inspired me at that time, I watched a lot of Olympics, mm, mm. and there were quite a quite the time I remember. Uh, I think taekwondo was introduced, actually not long. Uh, not long ago when I started. Mm. Um, so I saw like Chinese athletes, they got mm. gold medals, mm. which was really inspiring. Mm. And later on, I've been watching Taekwondo, like Taekwondo athletes. Mm. Even now looking at like British athletes, like mm. those, uh, those ladies, like Jade Jones, I, I just felt so inspiring. Yeah, yeah, de definitely. I mean, I saw that and it was amazing. And, you know, I, I was sitting down with the wife and we were both, she was in. I mean, she kicks my butt every day anyway. And I think, <laughs> you know, I, I think she was inspired even more to kick my butt even more, which was, yeah. which was scary, but also really, really enjoyable as well. I like it when my wife kicks my butt. Yeah, <laughs> you know. that's the same. People actually also enjoy being kicked. Yeah, yeah. In a good way. Yeah, of, of course, of course. But particularly being kicked by a woman, I love being kicked in. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, I think even sometimes um, when people kicking your butt in a good way, yeah. like my um, when I start a business, my business mentor, my business coach, they're kicking my butt. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, just to give you an example, recently um, I've been doing like landmark forum, and mm. uh, we are starting a project. It's part of our curriculum. Mm. So I'm start actually starting this project that bringing martial arts to doctors, mm. and it's so uncomfortable for me. Mm. But then I had this coach telling yeah. me that it's just kicking my butt all the time. Mm. So you get to be unreasonable. You get to be like think about you as an extraordinary being. Mm. If mm. you're staying ordinary, you are not making going to make the difference you really want to make. Mm. So she's kicking my butt, but in a good way, and for the for the way that in a way that is good for me, but also good for the causes I I'm really caring about. Yeah, I think you know, women kicking butt has has a totally different you know dynamic to the whole work ethos. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically saying that it's much more sexy being kicked by a woman than kicked by a man. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. In a in a yeah. Um so mm, anyway, um so roasting, why why the hell do you roast people? I mean, you know, you're a nice you're a nice lady. You do kick butt. But why are you so nasty to people? Why 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 do you like <laughs> roasting them? Oh, wow. I got into, you know, the roasting nights. It's it's just brought by a friend. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I've been nice so like for for so long. Um, <laughs> well, it's not it's not a bad thing to be nice. Yeah. But yeah. when you are being nice and for the sake of um, you know for the sake of uh, covering up something, yeah. that's that's not integrity. 
Mm. And of course, roasting is a little bit too extreme. It's like trying to put people down. But what I did was all telling the truth. It's really bloody truth. And um, yeah, pe- people love it. Uh, like in comedy, it's, yeah. it's all about the truth. And pe- people love it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, did you get roasted and you liked it? Or did, did, did you roast someone and you really liked it? I mean, it can't be just the truth thing. There, there must be something else there. There must be something dark and evil going on. <laughs> oh, well. So, uh, on the night, I think the opponent, my friend, we are pairing up, like roasting each other. Mm. I don't feel I got too much roasted by her mm. uh, because we are both like relatively new to comedy. Mm. But what I got really, really roasted was the judges. Mm. They were just so hard. I remember one judge that night was like, I'm not, she's saying it's so bad. Mm. Like, it's so, it's so shit. Mm. And she's not going to give any of us a winner. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And she said she's an immigration lawyer and she's not going to give us any of us passport because both uh, both me and my friend we are both Chinese mm, mm, and mm. it's like ethnic minority when she said that actually at to start with it's kind of a you know very big deal for me mm. um, because you know I have been working so hard for 10 years mm. to stay here uh, start a business and then every time the, the visa process is very stressful mm. um, but like she said that, like, I'm an immigration lawyer, I'm not giving you passports. That, that, that really hit me. But, and what did you say to her? Did you tell her to fuck off? <laughs> I almost, almost, but I, I was still nice at that time. Oh, that. come on, you should have roasted her. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I should have, you know. You I know, should have just said, like, yeah, you know, you know I, I, I'm getting my passport next year, I show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, let me yeah. kick your butt. Bend down, please. Let me just kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I should have done that. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I still not completely get off my uh, nice persona. Uh, but I, I think gradually I will. <laughs> well, I mean, if you do it, it's going to be very dangerous. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay <laughs> six feet away from you and, and, you know, have some shields, police shields around me. Otherwise, <laughs> so so I mean, um, there'll be you know quite a few very nice ladies listening to this. You know how how what what are your three top tips for for being a boss lady? Okay, three top tips. Um, I think we just touched on the first, the top one, which is nice nice girl don't make a dent. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I had that when started the business, it's like trying to be nice to everyone, mm, mm. trying to uh, please everyone. Mm, mm. Like people say, can you give me a discount? And I, I just want to please them. Uh, when I say this, actually I felt I wasn't doing a good job. Mm, mm. But actually, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it doesn't mean anything to me. Mm. It's my service and I'm standing by my value. Mm. And it's not here. I'm not here to be nice. I'm here to be of service, mm, mm. Um, to really uh, make a dent in the world. Mm. But you know, making a dent, making a difference is so different from just being nice. Mm, mm. Yeah, being nice is like a shell, but making a dent, uh, being out there, you will get haters. You will get people don't understand you. But yeah, but it doesn't matter. What matters is really, really you being true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first thing. 
Yeah, the first thing. And the second thing I would say um, is really valuing yourself. Mm. Mm. I actually, again, that's part of my journey, part of things I fucked up a lot, mm. uh, especially when the first two years in business. Mm. Um, just want to also some, some true story. Uh, I was in the relationship at that time. Um, but the fact that I didn't value myself, mm. uh, giving away a lot of discounts, mm. that also hindered our relationship. Mm. And the fact I thought I'm a... I'm a failure. Mm. I was beating myself up for not making the business to the next level. Mm. On one side, I was trying to be nice, not charging enough to people. Mm. And on the other side, I was hiding from it. I was just denying it. I mm. was like, I am successful. Uh, I want to put on a successful persona to everyone, including the people that is close to me, which is my ex-partner. Mm. But it came across dishonesty to him. So that had caused uh, the entire relationship. Um, so it's just me not, not valuing myself, uh, not being true. Well, of course, not being true to myself is the story. But what's really in there is I was, I, I thought if I, agree if I tell people that what's really happening and I will look stupid mm. so but afterwards I just realized that all these things it's a, it's a part of journey and it's part of loving yourself unconditionally and which is so difficult yeah it's so it's difficult. difficult I mean you know there isn't an end product where you say yes I've loved myself unconditionally you know it is a continuous process yeah, it is, it is, absolutely. It's, it's always a journey. Yeah. Um, but what I came out from it is actually after the relationship ended, I started public speaking. Mm, wow. And I have seen these like, other entrepreneurs, they are so open and so authentic about their, their mistakes, yeah, yeah. their failure story. Yeah and how they came out from the other side and yeah. now teach us an important lesson. Yeah, yeah. Which was so inspiring. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. just realized I just need, I, I need, instead of denying myself uh, having a failure, yeah. I own my failure. Yeah. I own my story and I can always be the hero of my story. Cool. And cool. I can learn good things from it. And yeah. it's, it's my thing. And, it's, and the lesson I have learned I can eventually add a lot of value to other people. Who are going so, through the same journey, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what's the third one? Okay, the third one um, is something I recently uh, learned from my landmark course, and it's, it's basically changed my life. It's embracing nothing has meaning. Mm, so wow. like the example of the roasting judge, yeah. what I... I made a piece from it because it doesn't have the meaning to me. Mm. I realized that it's just a meaningless, whatever mm. she said. Mm. Maybe she's just saying it for the sake of entertaining people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not going to make a significant impact on me. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to feel small about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, um, and also same as uh, whatever happened in the business when people saying 
difficult things to you, when people yeah. say nasty things to you or asking for discounts, yeah, yeah. you don't have to feel small about it. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so you need to reduce that sort of personal element to things. Yes. You know, to yes. the extent that it, it you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great. And and um, you work with doctors. Why the hell do you want to work with doctors? They're 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 fucking difficult. <laughs> it is so different. Um, different. You, I know you like challenges. That's what it boils down to. You love yeah, a challenge. Yeah, we all like challenges. Yeah, and you know, you, you like um, to be challenged. Yeah, it, it is. It is a chal- It is a challenging task, but also at the same time very rewarding. Mm. Mm. Um, because I, I've been working with doctors for well almost five years, mm. Mm. but the more I work with these type of people, the more I realize there are so many emotion. They like the emotional aspects of it, mm. like what's happening with the medics. Especially, I realized there was a this suicide mm. suicide issue. Mm. Um, I check online it was like between 2011 to 2015. Like more than 400 doctors in the UK mm. committed suicide, mm. and also there are lo- loads of articles about the doctors like committing suicide worldwide, like in America, yeah, yeah, in yeah. India. So I felt that that became an issue, and also what what made the connection was people saying uh, the emotional aspect of it, and not and the fear of being open to uh, to other people mm. about their, their things. Because what's, imp- what's interesting for me when I read this article was the ones who tend to commit a suicide are the ones who seems really happy. Yeah, and on seems, the outside. Yeah, seems uh, mm. nothing, nothing going wrong with them. Yeah. I know I, I can definitely relate to that, that sort of uh, uh, logic, that thought process, uh, not wanting to appear something. Yeah. Um, for me, it's not wanting to look stupid, but maybe yeah. it's something else for other people. Yeah. Um, but I felt that there, there's, a, there's a level of emotional connection. Uh, of course, what I do, the vehicle of I do is really, uh, it's through accountancy, through, uh, through the tax. Yeah. Uh, but I felt there's more than that. Yeah, there's more to it. Well, you know, ta- tax is very complicated, and it's part of the fabric of society. And yeah. as you said, it's very emotional. There's a, there's a massive emotional investment in taxation. Yes. And you know, uh, this is where you come in to sort of help them deal with the emotional side of things, the taxation side of things, and just take all that weight off their um, chest and off their shoulders. And allow yeah. them to to be themselves and to um, innovate um, in terms of wealth. And uh, tell us a bit about your work. You know, we've got a we've got a couple of minutes. <laughs> it's about a challenge, I know. Yeah, it, it's a challenge. So uh, my my work. Um, so I have a team of people now working with me. So we do we do help uh, help doctors to take care of the taxes. Uh, to save their time, um, to reduce the hassle of uh, all this paperwork. Yeah. But also at the same time, also find ways to help them to save some money. Yeah. Actually, I have this guy. Was, we, it's, it's kind of a stressful situation for both him and us because the tax uh, is due and um, it's like a chunk of money is going to 
be going when it comes, especially when you're self-employed. Yeah, it's it's literally a chunk of money is gone. And that day we just, uh, I just think, how can I even reduce more? Because I know the emotional burden of it. Yeah. So I just said, um, I just, I, I had this conversation with him about like the, all these uh, solutions, uh, what he thinks about it, and what can be realistic. Mm. So we actually came out with some some solutions, some more things he can claim, mm. Mm. Uh, some more things we can justify. Mm. And then, yeah, his his tax bill was uh, reduced by two grand. Mm, mm, mm. But more importantly, you know, he's emotionally much more, uh, let's say, happier or contented with his with his financial situation, which is probably much more important. Yes, yes, it, it really an in, emotional weight of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um, we could talk a bit more about this but you know i i, I think uh, people can uh, get hold of you and look at your stuff and because you've got stuff on facebook and um instagram and all these other places how 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 can people get hold of you what's the best way okay so uh the best way would be uh connect me on linkedin yeah um because there there will be some stuff on linkedin and um, you can send me a message, connect me, and send me a message if you want to get in contact. Cool. So that's the best way. Yeah. And 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 Facebook. Uh, Facebook as well. Um, so just give you a head up. Uh, LinkedIn is more of a professional environment. Yeah. I yeah. share mo- mostly my work uh, or um, the my my thought, my thinking, like yeah. my method of. Uh, way my approach of dealing with finances because yeah. I'm releasing this uh, video series about three pillars of wealth yeah. I'm po- post- posting on that uh, but Facebook is more personal like my life um, my running photos or You're roasting oh yeah roasting oh yeah uh, <laughs> kicking butt, <laughs> kicking butt. Um, yeah. my side projects and my other things yeah cool. cool excellent well it's been a great pleasure Hannah Thank you very much. I wish you all the best. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this installment of the Surgical Spirit podcast. For all the latest in the world of Surgical Spirit, don't forget to follow on Twitter at The Third Eye Doc and catch me on Facebook at the page The Third Eye Doctor. You can visit the website at www.thethirdeyedoctor.co.uk. For more information on the work that I do, and please send us feedback and questions and suggestions for the podcast. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. I've been Dr. Haida Al-Hakim, and I'll see you next time.